This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. On a cold April day, Ben Hilden tried on his suit coat for the upcoming school prom, then sped toward nearby Park River, North Dakota for an appointment. Running late and driving too fast, he lost control of his car on ice, flipped to the car, and was thrown out the passenger's door, plunging face first into an icy field. Ben's face and body were crushed, along with his dreams of being a basketball star. As his battered body lay in the field, Ben's life seemed to be coming to an end. However, it turned out to only be the beginning of a remarkable journey of faith that showed him glimpses of life beyond this world and gave him a new perspective on what matters most. Valerie Atelis interviews Ben Hilden, the author of Finding Faith in the Field. Ben Hilden grew up on a dairy farm near Park River, North Dakota, where he went to high school and played basketball, football, and track. However, on April 6, 2007, at the age of 16, everything changed. Ben was in a near-death car accident that left him with a 5% chance of survival through all of his injuries. Miraculously, Ben did survive and began on a journey of recovery and faith where he was inspired to write a book, Finding Faith in the Field, during his junior year in college and start a career in public speaking where he shares his story. Meet Ben at benhilden.com. Here's the interview with Ben Hilden. In your own words, who is Ben Hilden? Uh, ben Hilden, uh, he's a, he used to be a, a boy. He grew up, he obviously, um, I grew up, but he went through a lot of hardship. Um, I would say I became a child of God. I would say that's who I really am. That's who my overall goal is to be as a child of God, uh, to know myself first and, 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 and then to know God and, and, uh, and to really share a light with people in my life. You know, that's the overall goal is to be a child of God so I can be a light in other people's lives. When you say know yourself, how would you describe that experience of knowing oneself? Um, you know, for me, it's, uh, knowing myself, there's a, you know, for me, it's a, it's a very, very deep deep thing um where it's in my soul it's in my in my heart it's it's not the flesh it's not the world it's something within you that you find and for me it's finding yourself within the kingdom of of god and that's where my journey has led me to these i would say my my journey spiritually started when i was 23 um i was in college and i didn't really know what it meant to to be a you know a 
child of God or I just, I did, I did works. I tried to do good things, but then once this journey, this, this spiritual journey came, um, that's where I found myself. I became what you would say. I became a, a little child. I became before the world took over and all the temptation took over, um, who I was back when I was like five years old. And that's where I found myself. I'm like, it's ironic though, because a child is what you would call the weakest in the world. But at that point that, that where you're so, you're so pure, you know, you haven't been stained yet. Um, that's where I found myself. And, uh, that's where I realized that I'm a child of God. I love that the way you say that, the being a child, yes, we have these ideas that being a child, it's weak and it's not a nice thing to be, but it's quite the opposite, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Pure, being pure, honest. Yep. And it's beautiful. So God, what, where, and who is God to you? Um, God, God to me, I, I grew up in a, a, a Christian home. Um, you know, so I was, you would call, I grew up going to church, going to Bible camp and youth group. Um, so when I was growing up, I had this idea of God. I had this thought of who he is. I had the thought of, um, this thought of, of Jesus Christ. And as I got older, that, that thought became faith. And so as I got older, um, I started to, to separate myself from my own thinking, from my own thinking of what I think God is. And God is everything. God is a part, he, he's a part of everything that was created that is natural. Um, and so for me, God is a part of all of us. That's how we're connected. We are, we are made in the image of God. And for me, the only way to God is through, through, um, through uh, Jesus Christ. And so it's not a man that you see in a picture. Um, it's by faith. It is purely by faith. And it's, if it's not by faith, yeah. then it's your, it's your own thinking. And so mm. it's, it's, it's something within you very, very deep. So something mm. very spiritual. I love the way you said that. So the, if it is a thought or an, an image, then it's not it. It cannot be it. It can't because it's not faith. My idea of what God is, is unconditional love. As I talked to you off record, I believe the closest that I can kind of get to with the human mind is unconditional love in the sense of embracing everything that it's here with love. Unconditional love includes everything in a sense of the good and the bad that we all humans have tendencies to express the good and the bad. And not expressing the bad might lead actually to some problems, a lot of issues as we see addiction and um, violence. So from your perspective, Ben, would the idea of God that you believe in and have faith in include in love everything as it is or discriminate and judge? Yeah, I would say, I mean, love, that is... When I am, when I am, my, like when I find myself, I am one in God, 
one through Christ and one in love. I mean, love is the most important spiritual trait that you can have. I mean, it, 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 it covers so many things in life, so many, so many wrongs in our lives it can cover. You know, it is something that is that we should all be striving for, asking for, praying for is love. And uh, I would say, I mean, God, God is God simply is love. You know, he is the definition of love. And like like you just said, you know, it includes everything, though. You know, it's not life will never be your fairy tale story where everything goes perfect you know there's always going to be trials and things that go wrong but that's why we have love that i mean we we make mistakes but we forgive you know and and people forgive us and that's a part of love would you also say unconditional love do you believe it's possible to accept and love everything unconditionally um well, I would say anything is possible with God. I would <laughs> yeah. say as as humans, as our own effort, our own what we can possibly do with our own effort. Um, I don't I don't think that we can. I guess, but through God, we can do all things. And that's you know, um, if we have an enemy, let's just say we have an enemy. Is it possible to love your enemy? Yes, it's definitely possible to love your enemy. It's possible to have compassion on your enemy. And that's, you know, those are things as humans, you would think, oh, that's impossible. But but it's not. It's not. What do you think the purpose of the human experience is? Why are we here? Well, that is a good question. That is, I would say, you know, it is it's something that you can you can go back to the very, very beginning. Our minds cannot understand or go back there because we weren't alive back then um but i you know i know i know the the spirit of god gives you understanding and knowledge um but it would for us i mean me personally um my life is to is to glorify god you know that is why that's like what my purpose is is i feel so good when I'm glorifying God, I, I, I just, I'm me. Like I, I am myself. I am my own person and I don't lack anything. Even, even if I have, even if I have very little in the world's eyes, I don't lack anything. And so me being content, um, you know, me being a light in other people's lives and helping people sharing and uh, my story, my inspiration, you know, that is glorifying God. And that, um, I guess that's what I would, I would think overall is for us to enjoy our lives also, because it goes right along with it is glorifying him. And he gives us the experience of life to, of true enjoyment. So this shows that the faith that you speak of is in alignment with that truth. When you feel whole, complete, nothing's lacking the way you are, when you want is. That, to me, that's very profound. Thank you for saying that, Ben. And, oh, yeah, I have a question for you, the open questions about uh, death. What do you think is the meaning of death, losing the body? Um, well, I've, I've been there. 
I yeah, have yeah. I have died essentially twice. And so my experience on this earth, um, you can go really deep into it, but I'll just kind of say it in a nutshell. On this earth, we're flesh. We are we are skin, we are bones, and we 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 all die. You know, that that is something that's crazy to think about. But when I was 16 years old in my car accident, I experienced that. I, I you know, did I ever pl- plan on that happening? No, I, I, I didn't, but it happened. And so this is where this this comes from, my own experience. When I died, I, I had a I had a flashback years, years later of what I saw, what I experienced when I I died. And you're you go from flesh to spirit to to eternal. And that and so the meaning of death. Uh, for ones who are who are are children of of God, um, you know it is it is honestly a celebration. We go from our flesh to spirit and to have eternal life. And what what I experienced during that time, what I saw um, during my life, it was it was something that I, I always kind of lacked faith growing up. In, in in God and in in Christ. Um, but after my experience, after reliving that, it was something that completely changed me because I felt my own my my new spiritual body. And so death is really the only is just the beginning. For everyone listening to this, it is just the beginning. This is this is um we only what 90 years that we're on this earth and then we die yeah. and then it's eternity. Would you say that before the death or losing the body, we are also the infinite? We are also spirit? Well, for for me, yeah, we de- we definitely have a spirit. We, we, we have our own spirit. We have our, our flesh. We have a human spirit. But the spirit that I that I pray for every day is the spirit of God, and that makes me whole. That's what makes me content. That's what 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 makes me f- filled. When I have little in this world compared to everybody else, or if I do, and I have in the past where I, I lack things um, that other people have, I still feel full. I still feel good, and that's when I am full of the Spirit of God, and it connects with my own spirit. It's a perfect harmony, I guess you would call it. You know, it, it's it's working hand in hand, and it's what you would call your new creation, your your mm. new self. So, in a way, the Spirit of God that you speak of was never born and will never die. That is eternal and infinite. There's no beginning or an end. Yeah, it's it's God gave us His own Spirit to to help us to to you know when when we're down and out you know we're we all go through different hardships you know and and that's where I've I've really found God um, His own Spirit is when I have been at my lowest there was always this light this glowing light in my life and just like when I was younger I didn't know what it was I was just like man. 
this 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 intangible thing keeps carrying me and not letting me give up, even though I want to give up in my own human self after my car accident. Um, but there was something that carried me along the way that that gave me all these spiritual qualities of inspiration and perseverance and hard work, you know, where you just you just keep fighting. You just don't give up. And I know it didn't come from myself. And so as I got older, I, I just realized that this is what what you were saying, the the eternal spirit. Um, my, my mind can't wrap around it, yeah, per se. Right, right. But it's it's evident in my own life. Yeah, that sounds like a miracle to me. Yeah, to, absolutely right? a miracle. Yeah, to be able to merge or recognize that infinity, the eternal within you. I would call that a miracle. But talk to me about your own definition of what a miracle is. Well, I think as humans, uh, depends on who you are, you have a different, a different um, idea of what a miracle is. One can say um, a miracle could be really anything. And, and, and many miracles happen every single day. I mean, when you think about it, um, farmers in this world, they a seed in the ground, when water and sunlight hit a seed, My. it grows. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what? That's... <laughs> yeah, that I, is a miracle. <laughs> I, know, I know that's a normal thing for us. That's um, normal. But like... Who made that 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 way? You know, like that is that's that's incredible. Um, so so miracles, you know, for for everybody, I'm sure their 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 definitions different. But I would say something that's out of your human control, your human possibility of making something happen, making some when you have nothing into something. And so in my own life, I've had many many miracles happen. Um, some that have saved my life, some, um, you know, that are just, that are just simply beyond, beyond us. It's beyond human. And so it becomes a miracle. Being the human body, having this experience is just the ultimate miracle to me. Oh yeah. Every day. It's just like, oh my gosh, I'm a lot, like I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm talking (laughs) to you right now Yeah, and I am a living being. And that's a miracle. Absolutely. Because I didn't choose to be born. I wasn't somebody before, you know, I was, I didn't, I didn't uh, put myself into existence. That's amazing. I mean, it amazes me that we can even talk about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Ben, I love that. Uh, Yeah. Right. The way you just said it. I didn't choose to be here. It just uh, happened. And this is a miracle. It is a miracle. It is. Yeah, it's absolutely (laughs) mind-boggling. Yeah, it is. (laughs) The mind doesn't understand, right? You wrote the book titled Finding Faith in the Field. Talk to me about how you became a writer and what was the main inspiration and intention of writing your book? Um, Well, I can honestly say I was never a good writer growing up. Uh, it's a miracle that I wrote a book. Yeah. I mean, to me personally, people yeah. would think, oh, you must like writing. Yeah. No, I. it was completely a, an inspiration. I was a junior in college. Um, I was given the idea after being on a radio show, after sharing my story of faith and survival 
on a radio show to write a book. And I thought to myself at that point, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm a junior in college. I'm a, I'm a high school basketball coach. I have a part-time job. It's impossible to find time to write a book and I'm not a good writer. So I don't have this inspiration to write. So I, I went home, went down my room. And, uh, I remember when I walked in my room, my mind completely flipped and I was, I just simply had this inspiration. Like I need to write down my story. And that night I began writing my story down in a notebook and I did that for around nine months. I wrote in the same notebook and, you know, after many edits and things of that nature, I got it all, got it all down. And it was a miracle to me because I just like, because there's many days where I was thinking to myself as I'm writing, literally as I'm writing, how am I doing this? Like, where, where are these words coming from that? that have never been in my mind before to write this smooth or good. And it was just, it was just there. It was just simply there. And so my, my hope from it was that my story would just give people, um, inspiration. It would, it would, it would give people hope really. I mean, sometimes in life, man, we go through a lot of times where there, we feel like there is no hope. And a lot of times in my life, I have felt that I've felt at the depths of where I don't even want to be alive in my past, where I just felt there was no hope. But truly, there is truly there is. I mean, in in Christ, in 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 God, um, that's where I found hope. And that's what I hope. But what I hope to share with other other people is the same hope that I have experienced in my life and the best way I could do that was to write down my story. Thank you so much for doing that. That is a very honorable and beautiful intention to have. And I love the way you talk about this being a miracle too. And that goes back to the child that you speak of, being a child of God, wondering, almost living in this reality that is very different than most of us are and come from with wonder, with seeing the, the magic and uh, the miracles everywhere. I see that um, the way you speak, it's it's beautiful, really beautiful, Ben. Thank you well, for being the yeah, messenger absolutely. of that. Yeah. You founded a Christian clothing brand called Purified. You also have a health company named uh, Purified Health. Talk to me about these uh, companies you have, you have created. Yeah. So when I was, I was about, um, ending my, my book, I had this idea to make a shirt to make a, cause I, I love to work out. And so when I'm working out, um, you know, I always like to, I try to live, you know, each day I try to live, um, a, a spiritual life in, in God. And so when I'm working out, you know, I like to be reminded of, of things when I'm, you know, I see myself at the gym or, or things of that nature and to remind myself of what's truly important. And so to know that we are we are forgiven, we are purified by the blood of Jesus Christ um, to me is is something very special. It's something that that is in my in my inner being. And so when I when I remember that, you know, when I'm reminded of that, um, that was just where the idea came from. And it just, you know, people buy them to wear them 
wherever, you know, it, it's just to, to share the, I guess you would call it the good news, the, the gospel. Um, and then the, now this is a different, a different, uh, part of my story that's actually not in my book. The, (laughs) the food part. Yeah. Now that's a new, a, a new journey. Um, when I was 23 years old, I, I was squatting in the, in the weight room and I broke my SI joint. I had a herniated disc or actually two. And I was told that I had degenerative uh, a disc disease in my in my back, and so that was shocking. I mean, I'm a a uh, very very active 23 year old that loves a workout, loves a run, loves to play basketball, just loves to move, loves to be alive, moving. And so that was heartbreaking. Now I I recovered kind of from that. Um, after being laid up for a while because I couldn't walk. Um, but after that, I started on a, a new journey, a new journey of health. And simply God has been teaching me about his, his food uh, versus the world's food. And all of his food is, is natural, is, you know, you would call it organic or you know, and the world's food is made by humans. And so to heal myself, he just simply, very childlike, just simply taught me, eat my food. Find food that heals. And it's like, well, that sounds really simple. But as we're as we grow up in this world, our our mind gets trained. It starts it 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 craves certain foods that you grew up with, things that are heartwarming or things that you want when you're a kid. And so it's not as easy as one might think to just simply eat, you know, good food. And so um, I went on this journey to heal and I went into the doctor actually this past this past year and found out that my back had fully healed. And that was from that which is another miracle to me because it was like, oh my gosh, it actually worked where I've been eating all these foods and I don't even know when it healed. It might've healed a long time ago, but I've been eating all these different foods like spirulina, uh, chlorella, phytoplankton, all these natural superfoods um, that have healed my body. And now I help other people with their health where I'm like a, a nutrition coach to help people with ailments or things that are wrong with them. And so I just simply... I'd simply tell him what he's taught me, and that's to make sure you get enough water, enough good water, sleep, organic food, exercise, and um, and so I mean this like it's just the basics of life. It sounds very natural and kind of fundamental, but you're right; we just forget about it. It, that's why it's very important to be reminded of these things. And I love your idea. So it's a reminder, the, the products you have and the way you have set up in that sense as a businessman. It's really trying to remind us the way to live in alignment with the natural world, which you call the world of God, of the spirit that wants the best for us. So true. Thank you for doing that too, Ben, for being open. Uh, to yeah, that wisdom absolutely. so that can come through. So going back to your book, 
Talk to me about not all the stories, because we want the audience to buy the book. <laughs> we don't want everything to be disclosed. But talk to me about the near-death experience you had and the healing journey after that. Um, well, it was the, the near-death was like as in the car accident, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it was April 6, 2007. I was going into a back therapy appointment actually in, in Park River, where I'm from. Um, and it was Good Friday, ironically. And I went down this gravel road that I usually take into school because it's the fastest way into town. But I lost control that day on, on a little bit of ice and I started swerving. But I always thought, oh, I'll get back control. But I, I didn't. I went down to the ditch. I had an approach. Flipped my car into a field numerous times, wasn't wearing my seatbelt, was ejected from, from the vehicle, and I, I laid there. Uh, I, remember, I remember it all because I had flashbacks of what, of what happened after. Uh, it was actually a year after my accident. I had flashbacks of what I remember until I stopped breathing in the field. And so what I remember was laying there and thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a 16 year old. Um, I, I never thought about death. I, you know, I'm a high school kid. I, 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 I was into sports. I was into girls. I was into all the things that you're into when you're 16 years old. And, um, I, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I knew everything had changed when my face hit the ground. I went face first in the, into the frozen field Everything changed in that moment. My life going forward was never the same. It never has been and it never will be. And this is where that was the start of my understanding what's truly important in life and what is deep in life, the deeper things, the things of, of God, God or and the things of the of the spirit. And that's where my, my faith in Jesus Christ, I would say, first truly started but i didn't i really didn't even know it at the time and so i laid there i had no hope i knew i was gonna die i i i was i had numerous injuries um and then i remember there was two people that that came and found me i i knew it was a a, a woman's voice and a man's voice and I didn't know who they were because my eyes were completely swelled shut, so I couldn't see them. I could faintly hear them, but I knew they were trying to help me. And so then they were holding me, and um, I was in my own mind. What was going through my mind was, I'm going to die. This is the end of my life. And I, all, the, all the memories of life began coming back, honestly, of all the, all the good times of life, especially my family, my mom, my dad, my brother, and my sister, uh, the love for them was flourishing in my heart, wanting to say goodbye to them. Um, I remember, you know, obviously tearing up knowing that this is it. And then I, and then I essentially stopped breathing, but I'm talking to you right now. So I obviously did come back. And so to make a long story short, I was then transported to Ultra Hospital in, in Grand Forks. I had a traumatic brain injury. My brain was bruised and bleeding. My entire face was completely shattered. My palate was, was broken in half. I had bit through my tongue. I had 
I had uh, cracked seven ribs, my pancreas, small intestines, liver, and lungs were all bruised and bleeding, and the artery in my in my right leg was crushed. So I would lose parts of my organs, my my right leg, and probably my life. The doc- the doctors told my my parents. Now I can't go into all of them because I know we don't have time. But many miracles happened from from then on that saved my life. That that day on April sixth to bring me to today to talking to you. And I would say to me, one of the miracles that meant the most was when I woke up from my coma. Um, I saw my mom and dad and my mom and dad, they told me about my accident. And at that time, I, I didn't remember my accident. But those 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 two people that found me in the field were my parents, actually. Um, my parents that day were going into an appointment in Park River, and they never, ever take that road until that day, ever. And on, 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 on that day, they took that road, and they ended up finding me, their son, in the field. And that was, those were the two people that were holding me and, and uh, were there until the ambulance came to you know, just to help me. And, uh, my mom, I guess she couldn't recognize me at first cause my, my body and face were so full of blood and so distorted that she couldn't recognize me until she saw my feet. My feet are long and slender and she recognized it was me then. And that's when they started praying for me. And I, I'll be honest. Um, I didn't deserve a second chance. Uh, there is nothing in my life that I did to say, hey, I deserve this. God simply gave me grace. He gave me life again, and he answered prayers of people. You know, there's many people who who don't make it, and he he just gave me a second chance. And so I just want to share that is that I, I know I didn't do anything to deserve it but i just i I thank god and i try to use my life now to be a light to give people hope and 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 bring faith in the world and i can hear the gratitude in your voice yeah in the way you tell the story too uh wow you've been through a lot yeah Uh, yeah it's it's been it's been a journey and that was just the beginning i mean there was there was just so many trials after that. Um, I'll just just share one thing. Um, you know, people say, "Oh man, Ben, you made it." I mean, you know, you know, life is good. It's like, well, I'm still human, you know, and 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 there's still life to go. I'm I'm only 16 years old, and all these injuries that I have to overcome. And yeah, I am very very grateful that I'm alive, that I'm still in this world, sharing what I'm sharing. Um, but it wasn't all roses. It was, it was definitely, there was very, very troubling times. Um, especially in, in the first year where there was a point where I had worked myself back to play basketball again, a year after my accident and I was playing. And then I, all of a sudden I had, I, 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 um, I had a, what's called post-concussion syndrome and I had to quit school, quit, quit basketball I lost 
every single thing that I'd worked for. And that was the point of my life where um, I wanted to end my life. And I, and I know there's people in this world and maybe people that are listening to this that are thinking to themselves someday or one of these days, you know, is it is it worth it? Is it worth it to keep going? And absolutely, there is there is always there's always something to live for. We just have to find what you're supposed to live for. And I didn't know who I was back then. And I didn't know what my my purpose was in life. And so I understand how your mind can can sometimes convince you that there is no hope and that it'd be better if you weren't alive. I, I get that. But all I can say to those people is, is reject that idea, reject that thought and flee from it because you will find that window of hope and you'll walk, you'll go through it. You'll go through that, that door and there you find the light. And you know, it's, it's been time and time again in my life where my life has been filled with hardship. Um, it's been, it's not been, it hasn't been easy. That's for sure. But the one thing that I've found through it all is I've found the meaning of life and I've found, I've found joy. I've found contentment. I found love. That is something that is, that is something I think that we always underestimate is so important. Everyone always feels like love is, um, this thing where it's like, oh, you know, that's nice. And love uh -huh. is powerful. Yeah. Love is so powerful. Yeah. And so that's what we should be searching for. And I have a question for you. When did you um, establish that so powerfully and profoundly, that faith in God? Do you remember that moment or happened without you being it's aware? It's more of? so been a, a journey. It's been asking. It's been really my faith has has strengthened through trial honestly it's as i keep enduring trials my faith gets getting stronger and stronger because when i get into a jam in life and i think what am i supposed to do the spirit always tells me to trust but my my own self is is always worrying and wondering well can i really trust this time can i can i really put my full trust in that you're going to take care of me. And, and every time he inspires me to trust and every time he has never failed me one time. And the things that he tells me what well, that will happen, happen. And, and so it's been, there wasn't, I mean, there's been moments, don't get me wrong. There's been moments of like, of an awakening, you would say spiritually, but my faith is continuing to get stronger day by day by day where when I pray, I believe that when I, what I'm praying for will happen, you know, where we are to believe in what we pray for. We are not just to say words and not believe them. When you pray, you know, we got to have faith in what we're praying for, you know, having faith that God will take care of us. And so it's never been through the good times, but here's, here's the beauty of it is that going through the hard times lets you truly enjoy the good times where you, where you have contentment, you know who you are, and you are able to truly, thoroughly enjoy every moment that is good because you have overcome all the bad. And so that, that's, it, it's beautiful. It really, it's, it's, it's full of love and beauty. 
and it's all through faith. At this point in your life, do you believe that you have any control over your life or this is something that you don't believe that anymore? You have now surrendered or emerged with that realm of the spirit where there's no choice to be made anymore? Um, I think, you know, spiritually speaking, there is a there is a fine line of what you say, what I can control. There's times where I've I've found freedom. I've found freedom that God lets me do things where where I do it through him, where I do it through his his spirit, I became I become pure. Where when I do things then I do them for the right reasons, which before he he's always trying to teach me that when you do these things, I want you to have the right intentions. I I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to worry. I want you to do them wholeheartedly, enjoy them. And so um, when, when, when I say, or when you say control, if I'm trying to control my life, um, I would say that's something that is more so human, where I'm trying to do things and like make, make my own way, per se. But God, he opens up literally anything where where you literally are given freedom to do to do many things as as he lets you really do where he has a kind of a a course for you but he lets you do things along the way that are fun and where i get to truly enjoy my life and i get to venture off into what what i love to do because i'm doing them for for the right reason now and so that's kind of been the the teaching of the spirit that that he's taught me where do things through me and you and you'll be given freedom to do all these things and you'll do them and then truly enjoy them and so i think that the possibilities are endless i think that whatever i think i might do or might not do i i could be definitely wrong you know mm. where really anything could happen. I love your wisdom, the wisdom that you allow, that you're open to flow through you. It's really beautiful, Ben. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I love the, when you say no fear. Yeah, there's no fear there. No fear. That's something that we all need to be, not just to know, but we need to be reminded of. So thank you for being the messenger of that remembrance that we don't have to fear anything. I have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Would you like to add anything or read a passage in your book? Uh, I, I, don't have my, I don't have my book here with me, but there is something that I want to share. Uh, I, I, for me, it's been, it's been the key to becoming who I am, finding myself. But I think I touched on it a little bit, and I'll just say it very briefly. But to everyone listening, for me, the key that God has taught me, and, and this is opposite now of what the world teaches. The world teaches you must become strong. And that's true. I'm not saying that's not true, but the key to become strong is to become a little child first, become one with God through being that, that pure, innocent little child, finding yourself, and then becoming that new creation and and that is the way that 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 Christ has taught me. He has taught me, don't try to do it yourself. Do not go on your own way. You don't 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 trust your own wisdom. Don't trust your own understanding. 
understand that you're only human, that you were created and trust in me and become that little child. And you will find me. You will, as in you will find me as in God. And that's how I found him. That is literally, I got, I got out of my own way. I was always in my way trying to do things, trying to make this work, trying to strategize, trying to just trying to force things that, that I just couldn't, I couldn't make happen. And once I let go and I became, and I humbled myself to be that little child, everything flows. Everything's in harmony. You're one with God. You're one with really the, the world, you know, everything that was created where you are, you know yourself and everything that he wants you to do will be right in front of you. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you the understanding. And most of all, he'll give you love to, to spread that, that light, that, that, that perfect spiritual gift with the entire world. And that is all through faith, faith of a little child. And, you know, it's, it, it's, um, and it makes sense to me now, especially going through it. Um, cause it is the key. Um, but just knowing that before the world, you know, if we were to think about ourselves right now, you know, we have to pay bills. We have to do, uh, all these stresses in life. We have to perform. We have to do something to make money. But we, when, when we were five, we were, we were taken care of by our parents. We didn't have to worry about money. We didn't have to worry about anything. We were taken care of, and it's the exact same thing that he's trying to teach all of us is he is our overall father. He is, our, he is the overall, and to become that little child to him, and he will take care of us and let us enjoy our lives to the fullest. And my Final question to you, I have way too many here because of the time. I'll ask you this one. What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? As of this moment, I know that when we die, if you know, as as believers in in Jesus Christ, um, that he was killed and he rose from the grave. I know if you believe in that if you believe in that man that in the next life you will raise from the grave also like you will raise to be spirit with him with god and that is the promise and that is what I, i've experienced i've i've experienced it and so i can i i want to share that with people that is the hope that we are given um that he not only saves our soul in this world but he saves our soul for eternity And so that is one thing that I am, I am very, very sure of. Um, I'm, I'm also very sure that I'm also going to have more trials in life. Um, that's something that people don't like to hear. They don't want to hear that there's going to be hardship in life. But it's something, once you learn how to embrace it, once you learn how to take your hardship and make something better out of it, make yourself better. Like when you're um, sharpening a, a tool, you're grinding that thing, you are pounding that thing. But through that grinding and that, and that pounding, you make something that is very useful, very productive, 
and very good that you can use. And it's the same way in our lives where we go through hardship. I mean, we go through hell on, on earth sometimes, and we've all been there. I mean, we've all experienced sadness. We've all experienced a loved one dying. Everyone goes through it. But through all those times, something, if you can learn how to embrace it, you will make something truly beautiful, which is your own self, making your own soul, your heart, your mind, everything beautiful. And so that's another thing that I'm sure of is that going through hardship, that we can make something good out of it. Um, boy, third one, you know, there's, there's very little things that I really, you know, I just, there's, I, I have a, I try to, I follow a straight and narrow path where I'm just content with what I have. And I pray for things that I want to do in the future. Um, uh, the things that I am certain of, I am, I am very certain that, um, that honestly, and I know we've touched on this, uh, different times before, but the most important thing to ask, to ask God for in life is love. And I know, I know that we've talked about it, but I just want to embrace that because every time that I feel love, it, God reminds me, this is why it's so important. You not only get to enjoy your life, you make the lives of every person around you enjoyable at the exact same time. And you're also pleasing him. You're pleasing God at the exact same time by living through him. And so because God is love, you know, he is the definition of love. And so that is the, that is the goal. That's really the goal. That I, and, and I'm certain of that, you know, and, it, and I, and I think we, as people, we get so preoccupied by, especially in this day and age, by getting followers on like, you know, Twitter and Instagram, and we kind of lose track of like what it truly means to know yourself and what truly is important and I've been there. I'm not saying that I that I don't experience that. I've been there, but I got I always got to watch myself so I don't get off track um, chasing things that aren't truly important. And mm -hmm. so that that beauty, the beauty of love, is what um, I would say is the most important thing to chase because it connects everything in life. Thank you so much, Ben, again, for your wisdom, the way you express that wisdom, which is coming from the higher ground or the spiritual realm, as we call it. And um, the work you do, your presence is in, in this reality, doing what you have to do to spread the message. Thank you so much again. Uh, something that I always like to share with people, especially when I go I go out and speak because that's what yeah. I do now is yeah. I, I, um, I'm a speaker. So I go to, you know, churches and things like that and yeah. share my story yeah. is that I always want to share with people something that it kind of gets lost in the world. Um, because in, in this world it is very popular and it's very, some, it's something that people think they have to do is that in order to be a believer in, in Jesus Christ, you have to go to church or you have to read your Bible. And the truth of the matter is, is we are the church. 
like we are the body of Christ. We are the believers. Like we are the church of, of God. And so I'm not saying that it's that you shouldn't go. I'm just saying what God truly wants is he wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your soul. He wants you to trust him. And he wants you to live by his, his um, by his spirit. And so it's not about works. The works will come. The works will come after you find yourself. Then you'll set out on your journey. You'll find what your purpose is. Um, but that's always something that I just want to take that that yoke off people's backs by oh, thinking yeah. <laughs> that you have to do this. Right, it's right. like, no, you, you don't. You, what he wants out of us is faith. He wants us to believe and to love and, and, and then live our life through that. That is truly what, what he wants. Before we say goodbye, Ben, where can we find more information about you, your products, books, services, and future projects? Uh, you can find it at benhilden.com. And so that's B-E-N-H-Y-L-D-E-N.com. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can f- see my uh, my videos, my speaking, my book, my, my clothing line on there. And you can contact me if you're ever in need of um, a, new, a guy to help you with nutrition. You know, I'm always open to that. Um, so yeah, it's, um, that's where you can find everything. I'm also on Facebook, uh, just like my, my book, uh, speaker page, um, is is finding faith in the field, um, Ben Hilden. And so you can find me on there. And so, yeah, if anybody wants, um, wants to contact me, you can go there and, um, I will, I'll respond as soon as I can. I'll have your website on the podcast profile too. Thank you so much again, Ben, and we'll talk yeah, soon. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Ben Hilden and his work, please visit benhilden.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening, and bye for now.